Hannah is going to uh, uh, start our the first of a four-week series that we're just doing um, on disciplines, Christian, disciplines of the Christian life, things we want to give ourselves to. And so, Hannah, I'd love to pray for you before you, uh, Thank you. get underway, but let's, I'd encourage you to really come with open hearts to what Hannah's got to bring to us this morning. She's a woman who loves the Lord Jesus and wants to help us to grow in devotion to him. So I'm going to pray. Hannah, uh, Lord, I pray that you'd fill Hannah with your spirit. Lord, I pray that you would still her heart and fill her with your, uh, your spirit, your words, your clarity, your wisdom, Father, to be able to communicate everything that you've put on her heart about this uh, topic. Father, I pray that you'd be with her so wonderfully, and Lord, that as she speaks, uh, Lord, you would wake things up among us. Uh, you'd give us ears to hear what you're saying, Lord Jesus, to your church. Amen. Over to you, Hannah. Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks for that welcome. Um, it's so kind. Just going to set myself up. Yeah, Carlo... Um, He's such a dear guy, and um, he has absolutely inspired me in my walk with Jesus. Um, his love for Jesus has just left such a legacy, I think. And um, this one's for you, Carlo. <laughs> he championed me so much, and um, yeah, I just want to give God the glory, but I want to really honour this wonderful guy. Um, so today we're starting a new series, and um, it's all about being devoted. Um, it's just about disciplines of the Christian faith that we see in the Bible and what it is like to be a Christian. So we're starting today about hearing from God. Now, this is a topic that is really, um, I'm really passionate about. I love to hear from God. And um, so I just want to pray for us this morning. Um, so if you, if you want to close your eyes, pop your hands out if you feel comfortable with that. I just feel like God is going to come and there's this word comfort this morning. I feel he's going to come and bring his comfort in many shapes and forms this morning. So thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for you, Holy Spirit, for the, the way that you comfort us. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you will come and you will fill our hearts with expectation that we can hear from you right now and in the everyday of our lives. Amen. So I guess since world began, there's been many voices, hasn't there? Like, you start and um, we hear so many voices that have acute armies, um, have um, brought about movements, um, some have been really good, some have been not so good. Voices really matter in our lives. Um, we have big voices out there, but we have voices that are so much closer to home for us. We have our family, we have our friends, we have people that will build us up and speak life into us. And we have people that sometimes will criticize us, will bring us down. Um, there were so many voices around us, people that will teach us, um, people that will sometimes bully us. Um, there's such a plethora of voices. Maybe um, you've been searching spiritually. Um, there, there are um, sometimes ways that we will search for answers, and that might be through card readings, through um, psychics or, or things like that to bring answers and hope to you. But I can stand here and totally testify, having had that kind of... Um, that over my life as a child, that kind of searching spiritually, um, that there is no other voice other than God's that changes us from the inside out. Um, he is the only voice that matters to us. 
It's his voice that truly satisfies. His voice will not condemn. It won't compare us to others. Um, it, it won't um, disappoint. He's not disappointed in us. He won't criticize us. His voice is totally trustworthy. It's kind. It's wise. It's so comforting. And it disciplines us in love. It's very different. Today, I want to talk about turning up the volume of God's voice in our lives and to expect that he can talk to us right now as we're seated here or if we're at home. So for me, hearing God's voice has utterly changed who I am. I would not be standing here in front of you talking right now, (laughs) Rachel's laughing, because I just wouldn't. Like if I hadn't heard God's voice for me and what he says about me and my identity in him, I would not be here. I'd be too worried about what you're thinking about me right now. Oh my goodness. He has given me peace in anxious times, in difficulties. His voice has become louder than the voice of fear, me thinking, you know, worrying about what people think of me. It's kind of a fear of man. I've heard his voice louder for me than that voice down there. I've come to God um, in in real vulnerability and I've been in front of him with tears of despair. But yet in the process of him talking to me, he's brought me through and I've come out of that same time crying tears of joy. And that's only God that can do that. Only God can transform these tears of despair into tears of absolute joy. It's the mystery of God, but it's because he wants to talk to us. God has spoken into my marriage. He's helped me to grow in relationships. And God has used so many others like you guys here speaking into my life, prophetic words, pictures, cards, um, letters, and we'll talk more about the prophetic later, but like the body of Christ, God uses us to speak into each other's lives and build us up. It's such a beautiful thing. So what does scripture have to say about God speaking to us? Well, if you've got your Bible, or I think the words are going to come up here in a minute, we're going to go to the book of Joel. This book's in the Old Testament, so we have the Old Testament and the New Testament of the Bible, and the Old Testament is before Christ came, so this was written several hundred years before Christ came, and Joel is a prophet, so this means that Joel heard from God and spoke to people about God, what wants to say to them, what he wants to express on his heart. So we go to Joel 2, 28, and it's called the Day of the Lord. So God's people at the time had been... um, like God, God is disciplining his people and they'd been going their own way instead of his. And he says in his mercy and, and in his comfort, afterwards I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth. I absolutely love this scripture. It is a key pivotal moment in the Old Testament where the Old Testament prophesies about something that's going to come. This is talking about Jesus coming and what happens uh, when um, God's people are filled with his Holy Spirit. So we can fast forward to Acts, which is in the New Testament, and it talks about something called Pentecost. This is where Jesus has died and gone to heaven. And then Jesus um, says, I'm going to send you the helper. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. And, and that's God dwelling in us. 
So if you read about Pentecost in the Bible, they say it's like tongues of fire coming down on people. They witnessed such a difference in what they were seeing. They saw people changed as a result of the Holy Spirit coming. And this is a promise for us today as well. The same Holy Spirit can come and change us right here. No matter how we're feeling, no matter what we've done, no matter if we've spent really good time with Jesus reading the Bible every day or if we've not. Like he, he doesn't um, have any conditions on him moving. He will come and he will be with us, the same Holy Spirit. And it's through the Holy Spirit that we hear from God. I love the fact that God pours out his Holy Spirit on everyone. He doesn't discriminate. Did you notice? It says men and women, young and old, um, any race, no, no uh, discrimination on social standing. God will pour out his spirit on all people if we believe in him. He does not discriminate. Love that about God. <laughs> so why does God want to talk to us? Well, it says in 1 John 3, 1, it says, see what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we would become children of God. It's because of who we are and who he is. It's because when we believe in Jesus, our identity completely changes. You know, last week we saw Will get baptized and he was talking about coming up out of the water, a new creation. It's that new creation. God wants a relationship with us and relationship is based on conversation and that's why God wants to speak to us. Communicating is at the heart of any relationship and and we are called heirs with Christ. I mean, I cannot get my head around the fact that we are heirs with Christ. That means our, our status completely changes when we come to know Jesus. And it means that we are given that authority, that position to hear from God in a really special way. So um, it says in Matthew 6 that the Father knows what we need. So he wants, he's yearning to talk to us because he knows what we need. More than we know ourselves, he knows that in that place of need is where he can be glorified most. God talks to us for our enjoyment. It's joyful. Hearing him makes me feel really joyful. It satisfies. God's voice satisfies more than anything out there can ever give us. We can be happy for a fleeting moment with like the next best thing or relationships or stuff, you know. But God satisfies us deeper than that will ever bring. And, and that's why his voice matters more than any other. Gives us peace. God's voice has given me great peace, gives us rest, brings comfort. He's coming now. I can feel like he's coming just to bring some comfort. He's coming to speak to people this morning. God builds us up. He speaks words of encouragement to us in so many ways. He builds us up and makes us strong in him. He reminds us of our identity. If we ask him what he wants to say to us how he feels about us. He speaks of us as his children. We are greatly loved children. God gives us wisdom and discernment to make choices in life as well. When we find out what pleases him, he helps us discern. And he grows and changes us as well. When we hear his voice, he challenges us, but it's through love and it helps us grow. Are we expecting this today? I just want to talk a bit about expectation. 
I don't know about you, but I can sometimes put conditions and clauses on God speaking. Um, and yeah, I think sometimes I sometimes think, oh, well, it's okay for that person speaking up there, or the person next to me really hears from God well. They're like the super Christian or something. But it's just not true. Um, we cannot put our human limits on a sovereign, almighty God. It just doesn't work. And he, he is more than able in any situation to speak to us. I think in lockdown, like, it's a prime example my expectations of God. I put so many on him. I was almost grieving, like, when we got two weeks in. Oh, well, that's it. I'm not going to have so much quiet time with God. Like, he's, like, how is he going to speak to me in the middle of all this homeschooling, working, trying to run the family, trying to get my head around, you know, church changing? Like, I just felt like it was really pinched, and I started to put this expectation on God that he couldn't talk to me in the midst of this. Um, Marion at the back, actually, she had a word for me. Um, so she felt God wanted to speak to me. And she said, I saw a picture of a storm. And in the middle of the storm is called the eye. And it's where it's very quiet and, and still. Yeah, everything else going on around you <laughs> feels like this storm. <laughs> I, it spoke to me so deeply. Um, I realized that I cannot put these clauses and conditions on God speaking at all. He was going to meet me in the middle. And, and I started to give God a bit of a chance and, and let him in. And there were times when, you know, we, we try in the morning to pray together as a family, and it doesn't always go well. It's not really that pretty sometimes. And, and you know, um, it's noisy, and there's a hustle and bustle of the day. And a few times God just came, and it's like his thick presence just filled the room. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but it's like the Holy Spirit came, and everything just became really calm and quiet and, and peaceful. It didn't happen all the time, but it did happen. God did that. Once I was unpacking all the shopping in the kitchen, and, the, and I was busy, and, and the Holy Spirit just stopped me. And he was so kind. He wanted to talk to me and minister to me about something that I'd sought him about earlier that day, about rejection. And he came and spoke to me about it. We cannot limit God talking to us. Are we expecting him to talk to us every day? Because he can, and he wants to. So how can we hear from God for ourselves and for others? Well, I just want to talk about hearing from God for ourselves today, because it's fundamental that we do and that we're changed by his voice. It says in John 10, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. And it says as well that they will not follow a stranger, but will run away because they don't recognize his voice. So, you know, there's something that happens when we start to channel into God's voice. We recognize his voice more, and we recognize the voice of the enemy more as well, and realize that that's, no, that's not the way I want to go. I want to be with God's voice instead. His voice is life. And I think as well, it's like helpful to know that, you know, it's not necessarily God speaking, you know, like words. Verbal words, yeah, you can. I mean, we can hear God speak verbal words to us, but I like to think of it as communication. There's so many beautiful ways of how God communicates with us. Someone once told me that God speaking is a bit like radio waves. Like, it, he's, the radio waves are constant. They never stop. It's just our hearts and our minds tapping into that constant talking. And when we sort of realize that we can do that anytime, any place. And it's a journey, isn't it? 
Like there might be some of us here that have this amazing, rich relationship with God. You know, we're hearing from him all the time. He's speaking into our lives. We're able to prophesy into other people's lives. That's such a rich relationship with God. So beautiful, but he, he never stops. You know, there's so much more that we can hear from him about. Maybe this is your first time. You've not heard anyone speak about hearing from God today. It's, it's something new to you. You know what? God can meet you right where you're at today. We heard it in that song, didn't we? He meets us wherever we are. He can meet you here this morning and speak to you and tell you what he wants, wants you to know. There are different ways as well that we hear from God. So in, in, in Joel, it speaks about something called prophecy and visions and dreams, things like that. But I think the, the prime way that we can hear from God is through his word. So this little book, we believe it's God-breathed, which means everything in it is from him to build us up, to help us in our lives, and it teaches us. So everything we need is in here. This is a prime and fundamental way of hearing from God is reading his word. It also really helps us to weigh up other words, um, dreams, prophetic pictures, prophetic words that people will bring to us or God will give to us. We can weigh it up against the scripture. It's so useful. Does it agree with scripture? Um, yeah, does it, does it sort of, can, can we find elements of what we've heard in here as well? So helpful. So reading the Bible is a key way. We can all hear from God by reading his word. The prophetic as well. So the word prophetic is, is expressing God's heart. God uses the prophetic to express his heart through scripture, through words, through pictures in our imaginations, through songs. Somebody said to me once that God speaks to them um, by, it's like they're catching something from God. So for each of you, it will be different. And God knows how to speak to us individually perfectly. So they said it's like, they just feel like they open their arms and it's like God just puts something in them. It's like they're catching something from him. And then they can work with that. They'll ask him questions. What does it mean, Lord? What, what is this you're putting in my hands right now? What do you want to show me through it? And Paul, my husband, said that for him, it's like he sees somebody writing on a whiteboard. So he will see words being written down. So many different ways that God uses our imaginations. As well, I think it's important to know, you know, if we're sharing or receiving things, that it's always done in love. We need to weigh it up before we share it with somebody. We need to weigh it up when we receive it from God as well. We can do that through scripture. We can ask God about it. We can ask wise people around us about these things as well. Just, you know, I've got this, this from God. I think it's from God. Can you just, like, tell me what you're thinking God's saying about it too? so helpful to use the body of Christ to weigh up these words. And yeah, we do. I, I sometimes think, am I making this up? It's completely normal to think that because we have imaginations, but I just think, well, God gave us imaginations. He can work through them. So yeah, it can feel like, you know, I'm making this up, but I would say don't dismiss. If you're getting spontaneous thoughts, don't dismiss them straight away because you can ask God. It's a, it's a conversation, it's not just hearing, it's talking together and having this conversation. So for me, hearing from God, 
it, it can be in so many different ways. Um, I just try and make time for God and, and be still with him and open my heart and my mind to the concept that he can even talk to me. You know, so sometimes I have to get in that place and think, yeah, you can. You can in your speaking right now. I get pictures in my mind, scripture, um, words from others. Things will pop into my mind and I explore them a bit more with God. And it can seem spontaneous sometimes, but I ask God more about them. If, if I try and blank my mind and then feel that's coming back into it, and then I'll start asking God more questions about that. I, a few weeks ago, I was in Audi shopping. <laughs> and um, yeah, <laughs> it's a great place to, to practice hearing from God. And I asked God to, um, you know, Lord, give me a word for somebody. Like, um, I was going up and down the aisles and thinking, okay, now I feel a bit scared. Um, but he, he was so, so kind. I saw a lady who had a bit of a limp, and I felt like God said, you know, she's, she's got a problem in, in her knee. So I plucked up the courage to, to go up to her, and I said, um, I hope you don't mind me asking, but I've seen you've got a bit of a limp. Um, have you got a problem with, with your knee? And she said, oh, no, actually, it's my hip. I was like, fine, that's good. <laughs> we'll take that. And she turned out to be a Christian herself, and she was so receptive, and she let me pray for healing for her. It was that simple. Um, it did take courage to do it. But when you hear God's voice louder than the voice of fear, you start to be changed by it. Changes your identity and who you are. And then you're, we're partnering with him, aren't we? We're not doing it on our own. We're partnering with him. And it's fun. As I got to the till on the same day, there was a lady standing in front of me and she, she couldn't pick up her basket on the floor. I mean, so obviously couldn't pick it up that I felt God was sort of tapping me on the shoulder and saying, there's another person now. Um, so I picked up her basket for her and put it on and got food out and everything. And I was like, can I pray for you? I've just prayed for someone. Can I pray for you? And it was almost like I hadn't finished what I was saying. And she was like, pray for me, pray for me. And that was God. That was God moving and giving me this opportunity to pray for healing. And she went out the door. She's like, thank you, thank you. You know, when God moves, it changes people. Not just me, it changes them as well. It changes situations. Thank you, Lord. God can speak to us unexpectedly as well. So a few weeks ago, I had a lump in my leg. And um, I was worried about what it was. Went to the doctor and um, I had to wait. It was something that I don't like doing. <laughs> waiting, waiting. Um, I'm used to the doctor saying, oh yeah, it's just that, you know. But no, I had to wait. And they didn't know what it was. And I saw my friend and she didn't know what it was. And I saw a nurse and she didn't know. The walk-in didn't know. <laughs> So I'd explored many avenues and they didn't know and had to wait for a scan. And we, we were at my friend's house and her little girl, who's three, started coming up to me and saying, you've got a lump in your leg, Hannah. Don't worry. And I thought, oh, that's nice. You know, maybe she did know because her mum's a doctor. Maybe she knew that I had the lump. Her mum was like, I'm not quite sure how she knows. We didn't tell her, but it doesn't matter because she kept on doing it. And I'm not talking about just a little bit. This was persistently coming, persistently coming up to me and saying, you've got a lump in your leg. Don't worry, Hannah. Don't worry. And, and we, both, we both started to, do, to sort of feel like actually God's speaking. I think God's speaking. And I started to tune into that. And I just felt like it reminded me that it agreed with scripture. 
It says, do not worry in Matthew. This is, this is prime scripture that speaks to us to help us in our lives. Um, and the persistent widow, she keeps going back. You know, she kept coming to me and I felt comforted. Often God can speak in context about things. And the week later, I was with a nurse who checked this lump and it felt like eternity <laughs> where she was typing away at her computer and I was waiting to, to go. And I was sitting there in the silence again, which felt like ages. And just all of a sudden, I felt that Jesus said, my peace I give you. You know, it ties into that other persistent, um, do not worry, my peace I give you. And it was so clear, I wasn't expecting it. God just gave me that. And I'll just tell you from that moment that I felt the weight of peace of God on me because he spoke to me like that, because he loves me, because he wants me to have peace in an area of my life where I've had so much anxiety, you know, health anxiety. In my unnatural flesh, I would, I would not have been peaceful. I would have been super anxious having to wait for all this. Um, but God, God did give me, it was like he gave me this peace. Um, it's not a transaction that I earn that. It's a gift. Do you see? We can't be super good Christians. I may have not read my Bible that morning. God doesn't wait for a transaction. It's a gift. He wants us to hear his voice because it does us good and changes us. I don't want to go over, but I've got another story. Um, Oh, again, in the doctors, <laughs> seems to be the place. Because I, I think because I've had so much anxiety, health anxiety, God is starting to do this work in me that is helping me minister in that area. Like it says, um, your areas of greatest weakness can become your areas of greatest strength. And he transforms us. So I was with a nurse. Uh, she was taking my blood. And we were having a chat. And she'd been working in Peterborough Hospital and, um, during covid and she was just telling me, you know, it was really hard. This was a hard time. Um, she was exhausted and just felt, I just felt when I got up that this thick presence of God just came. I was like, wow, God's in the room. And it was so, it was so tangible that I could not ignore that. He wanted, he wanted to show this woman some love. So I started speaking to her and saying, you know what? I just think that you've been such a blessing to the people in that hospital, to those families. And she was so changed because of God's great love for her. And I don't know if she knew God or not, but she was so changed. It's like she, she knew something was different and her eyes were like full of tears. She was so thankful. And that's the greatness of our God speaking, speaking to anyone Speaking to us today, it's so beautiful to come into the presence of God and hear his voice. It does us good. I'm going to stop talking because like, I could talk for years about this, and it's nothing if we don't experience it, God for ourselves speaking. So I would love us to have some time where um, the band are going to come back up, and I just want to encourage us to have expectant hearts that God can speak right now. Jesus encourages us, he says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened in Matthew. That's a promise. I had a picture um, last week when I was on holiday of hot air balloons. And um, I felt like God was saying this morning that we're a bit like hot air balloons. 
If you want them to rise, what, what has to happen to hot air balloons if you want it to rise? It's fire. And you have to pull the rope or whatever it is, and the fire goes up, and it heats the air, and the balloons rise. And I felt like God was saying, you know, we need to be hungry, not just open, but hungry for God, because he wants to speak to us today. And we need to take that step and pull, pull that hot air balloon um, rope to, to help that fire go up. So I think, guys, you know, we're going to spend some time praying and asking the Holy Spirit to come. I'm going to pray. But let's, in our hearts, be open. But more than that, let's be hungry. Let's say, yes, I'm going to ask for the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to pray, but I want you to pray as well that the Holy Spirit will come and fill you and that we'll hear from God this morning. So if you're comfortable, I'd love for you to stand. The band are just going to play a little bit in the background just to, to help us. So let's just quieten ourselves before God, whatever the agenda, whatever's been going on in our lives. You know, God wants to come and comfort. This is a, such, a, such a time for that, isn't it? We've been through a year and a half of chaos, basically. You know, our lives, every one of us has been changed by the pandemic. Maybe you want to ask God to come and comfort you in that this morning. So if you want to just close your eyes, and if you feel comfortable, just want to encourage you to put out your hands, like, you know, I was saying about catching from God. Maybe you're a visual thinker, and that will really help you to expect. Let's just get our hearts in a place where we're hungry. Yeah, Holy Spirit, will you come? And as I pray this, guys, ask the Holy Spirit to come. Just imagine pulling on that rope. So we need your fire. We expect you to come because you love us. Holy Spirit, will you come and fill our hearts, minister to us this morning. Just be open to God, speaking to you in a way that you understand. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Come and minister to your people. Come and minister to your people. We're just going to simply ask God to show us how he feels about us. That's what we're going to ask him this morning. How do you feel about me? How do you feel about me, Lord? How do you feel about me? <laughs> how do you feel about me? Just let your hearts be open to him. Just linger with him. How do you feel about me, God? Speak your love over me. How do you feel? Maybe you need God's comfort now. Maybe you just need to ask God for his comfort now. How do you feel about me? How do you feel about me, Lord? Show me how you feel about me. Come with your comfort. You might just now start to feel a rush of emotion. You might feel like he's speaking to you or have an image. It's okay. 
It's okay if you don't feel anything. It's okay. You can come back to him later. But how do you feel about me, God? How do you feel about me? (laughs) You're his child. Do you know you're his child? Thank you, Father. Maybe you need to put down some stuff before God this morning. Maybe, maybe you need to repent of thinking that he can't speak to you. I'm sorry, God, that I've been feeling like you can't speak to me. Put that down. He can. He longs to speak to you.